take home piece of the action. All items subject to availability. Orders are fulfilled on a first-come, first-served basis. Angels Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Los Alamitos Racecourse celebrates its 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing in beautiful Orange County with a great closing day program today. Our daytime winter thoroughbred meet wraps up with mandatory payouts on all wagers. Plus, our stakes action rolls on today with a traditional feature on closing day, the $100,000 King Glorious Stakes. And with 12 big races on the card, first post will be an hour earlier at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars here. And when the sun goes down, nighttime racing at Los Alamitos follows with big pulls in the early pick four, late pick four, and of course in our traditional $2 pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the closing day action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's exciting daytime racing at Los Alamitos, plus it's mandatory payout day on all wagers. Remember, 12 races on tap in a special first post of 11.30 a.m. Hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, Halualoha Garden and Kitchen or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoa Garden and Kitchen. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. 
Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Horse players, it's a double-header Sunday at Los Alamitos with day and night racing in beautiful Orange County. Today is also the closing day and night for the Los Alamitos Winter Thoroughbred Meet and the nighttime Los Alamitos Racing Meet. That means mandatory payouts on all wagers for both the day and night programs. For the night program, First Post will follow the last Los Alamitos daytime race of the meet. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos with two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Don't forget that Los Alamitos also features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And tonight, Los Alamitos will add 10000 to the pick six pool. There's not a carryover. Remember, it's also a mandatory payout night. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the close? Closing day action, it's the Vessels Club with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Mandatory payouts today and tonight at Los Alamitos Racecourts. Racing will then return Saturday night, December 30th. We hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. December 17th is at 12.30 p.m. by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villafort of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By the luxurious Halualoha Garden and Kitchen overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. By the Rackers and Sheets. Take it from top trainers, jockey agents, and players like you nationwide. When you go racing, get past the obvious. Get the Rackers and Sheets. By Legacy Ranch, where stands California's big three. Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, 
and straight fire. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabrian. A very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us on this closing day of the uh, Los Alamitos winter meet. Short meet, uh, two weekends, and boy, they are finishing strong. And folks, if you're going to the races, get going. First post time today, an hour early at 11.30 a.m., and that's due to the fact they've got a 12-race card today, followed by a 12-race evening program. Then Los Alamitos is going to take a break. They'll be back open for live racing at night on December 30th. So 12 day and night today. The night program gets underway at 5.20. And uh, I thought some good betting races on today's card. Main event for California breads. It'll be the King Glorious as the 12th and final. These are two-year-olds uh, going a flat mile. Uh, some good, good uh, performances yesterday, certainly. And uh, Bob Baffert, well, he took his eighth uh, Los Alamitos Futurity, originally the uh, the Hollywood Futurity at their their fall meet, his eighth in the last ten years, and it was Winstock under Kyle Frey, a horse who just likes to run on the lead. And if you watch the race, uh, there was some contact uh, in in about mid stretch. Stewart's put up the inquiry sign. They did the right thing, left it alone. And Kyle, uh, in his post race interview with Kurt Hoover, said. It just seemed like when this horse, when he gets challenged, I think particularly when he got bumped, uh, he, he swells up in Kyle's words. It looked like he pins his ears, and he wants to fight you. A big, big effort, and if you liked him, boy, you got rewarded with a $29.40 win mutual. Um, my good friend John White, our uh, morning line maker at Santa Anita and at Del Mar, uh, advises that Winstock got an 86 buyer speed figure Owned by Dr. Ed Allred, the man who makes everything happen at Los Alamitos, along with his uh, his close associate, uh, the president of the uh, Los Alamitos Racing Association, uh, Jack Lebow. An authoritative half-length win, Winstock, uh, in, in yesterday's Los Alamitos Futurity. A lot to talk about this morning. Let's get back to uh, Long Island and say hello to Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good, John. A lot of weather down south. I mean, I was watching the signal from uh, fairgrounds yesterday in New Orleans. It was just brutal. A true sloppy track. Uh, much the same at Churchill Downs. And you told me earlier this morning they actually had the last three races wiped out at Gulfstream Park, but Aqueduct uh, kind of remained unscathed. They did, but it's coming here. It's only a matter of time. It will... Sometime later today or early evening, it's supposed to hit. Gulfstream really got slammed. Like it was raining sideways. They had to cancel the last mm-hmm. three races, including the Allen Jerkin Stakes, which was scheduled to be run at two miles on the turf. Earlier in the day, they took it off and scheduled to be run at a mile and five-eighths on Tapita. Well, now it's been canceled. It will be run next Sunday at the original two miles on the turf, weather permitting. Yeah, I, I saw that update uh, from Mike Welsh with Daily Racing Forum. A ton of weather. Now, I heard you yesterday on air with uh, John and Bob, 
and I guess rain was expected late yesterday afternoon there uh, at Aqueduct, but it's it's coming in a little bit later than originally thought. Yeah, the uh, weathermen blew it again, but <laughs> listen, this is a good thing to blow. You'd rather mm-hmm. it come later than, than earlier and interrupt the racing part. And again, it could come at any time. The skies are really dark and it's windy out, and you, you could feel a storm coming, but hopefully it'll hold off as long as possible. Nine races today, but uh, the way things are, it, it looks like the conditions are, are just fine. They're fine as we start the day, and again, it's going to deteriorate as time goes on. But to start the day, and hopefully throughout most of the day, they'll get it through without any problems. Yeah. Uh, and, John, obviously a lot of racing action going on now. Oakland with this long meet. Uh, they're they're in full stride with big, big purses. Same thing in Kentucky. I mean, you look at... Uh, at Turfway Park, right out of Cincinnati, there, you know, in northern Kentucky, and I mean, because of the purses, uh, people are coming there to run, and it's it, uh, Kentucky's stronger than ever right now. It really is. I mean, they get twelve horses at plus every single race, yeah. and they fill the cards, and, and the payoffs are unbelievable. If you like Capita, well, that's the place for you to play. You know, there's not much going on in, in Kentucky now, and, and if you like grass racing, well, you got to go either to California or to Florida because there's no grass racing in Oakland. There's no grass racing at Turfway. I guess Fairgrounds has turf racing, but uh, every time it rains yeah. there, they come right off. So yeah, you got to deal with weather. Southern California is probably the way the way to go if you have a turf horse at this point. I'm knocking on wood, John. Uh, the, the turf looks tremendous at Santa Anita. I can tell you that, and as you know, I work there as director of publicity. It looks fabulous, and we had Dennis Moore, our track. Uh, uh, you know, he's in an advisory capacity now, longtime track superintendent. We've got a ten million dollar project underway with the uh, the inner training track to get that transition to synthetic tapita. That's going to be very, very important, as as noted last week, because we've got these new CHRB regs. One of them is, if you seal a surface, any surface, you can't train over it for 24 hours another you can't breeze over it so uh if that's going to be the case with the main track and it's likely to be because we we have winter meets uh that training track is going to take on even added importance so uh they're ahead of schedule fingers crossed we do have rain in the forecast next week we've got some terrific grass racing lined up for opening day including uh the mathis mile for three-year-olds on turf the san gabriel for three-year-olds and uh, pardon me for older horses no that'll be three-year-olds and up i'm sorry at a mile and one eight so fingers crossed we'll be able to utilize the turf on opening day but in any event uh, when we do get on it, it, we should have some terrific racing this winter. No question about it, and everybody looks forward to that opening day at Santa Anita, the day after Christmas. It's one of the biggest days of the year in racing, and certainly for Southern California, and this year should be the, sh- the same. They put on a great product, and especially mm-hmm. opening day, Mike. They get the full field, they get those stake races, and people love to play it, and that'll be off a week layoff, so they'll be chomping at the bit. And uh, it's just such a picturesque setting. John, it's closing day at Los Alamitos. We'll get you back late an hour or two for that. But for now, i got to believe you're going to stay home there at the Big A. I am, and it's closing day at the Big A, Mike. They'll be closed the next 10 days. This is their last day of racing until the 28th of December. They come back for the last few days of the year. 
So, uh, you know, New York gets a break after today, and uh, let's see if we can close the meet out on a good note and look at the ninth and final today, a mile and an eighth on the main track. And I like the number four horse in here, Shared Success. This is a six-year-old gelding who gets a barn switch today, first time for Michelle Nevin. Trevor McCarthy climbs aboard to ride. This horse is listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. I like number four, Shared Success, to upset and win today's ninth and final. Boy, that would be sweet indeed. Eight to one on the morning line with Trevor McCarthy. Ninth race listed post time, uh, 408 Eastern. John, uh, tell us about the website, J O N H A R D O N dot com. Three best place, $10, full car, $25. Today we have Gulfstream, Aqueduct, Oakland, and Los Alamitos Selection. Terrific. John, always enjoy it, and we'll get you back uh, late in the show to take a look at Los Alamitos here on closing day. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. Thank you so much. And uh, now we're going to get up to Santa Anita. Well, we're going to try and get Doug O'Neill. He's going to be joining us in just a moment or so. Doug, with a nice win yesterday, kind of a precursor for what happened at SoFi with uh, Bossy Bruin Gal under J.G. Torrealba connecting in race eight yesterday. If you happen to watch that game, it looked like Boise State was in complete control last night. And I'll tell you what, uh, Chip Kelly, he he got his crew fired up there early in the third quarter, and they were able to get back to their starting quarterback who uh, had been sidelined to begin the game due to injury, came in, and I mean, that was an impressive win. I know it's a very nondescript bowl, but that was a great way, I thought, for UCLA to finish off what had been an up-and-down season. I think it was their third consecutive year with eight wins on the board. So uh, congratulations to them. Big, big win uh, for uh, UCLA last night there at SoFi Stadium. Again, we're trying to get trainer Doug O'Neill. He's got four horses in three races today at Los Al, all of them transitioning from turf. And uh, I only wanted to ask him about one of them, and that was a horse by the name of Beer Money. Comes off a nice maiden win and uh, 9-5 to five on, on uh, Ed Burgart's morning line in race 10 today. We've got Doug O'Neill right now up at Santa Anita. Let's get to him real quick. Like, Hey, Doug, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How you doing? Doing well. I know you're busy this morning, as always. I just noted you got four horses in three races today, and they're all kind of transitioning from turf. But before we talk about that, Doug, I want to go big picture with you. The sand's running out of the glass here on 2023. And I, I kind of got on a soapbox last week. I don't want to get on too much of one today. I got to be careful. But it, it does it does bother me, I'll be honest, that I don't see more people in prominent positions in our industry proactively advocating for all the good that racing does, for the tremendous show that we put on. Uh, we know how much is involved. I heard Kurt, Kurt Hoover yesterday on FanDuel with Christina Blacker uh, emphasizing the fact, Doug, as you know, it is so, so difficult to get a horse to a race let alone get a horse to a race that has a lot of ability and let alone a horse with a lot of ability that that you're going to be able to go ahead and and make a plan with and and have a successful campaign it's a very very tough business we have some very well sophisticated well-heeled opposition in the animal rights movement and i i just think we need to be pointing out the positive aspects of our industry and one of them is this doug and i know you agree with this we've got a huge hispanic component to our workforce 
And I'll tell you what, you take a racking ball to thoroughbred horse racing here in, in Southern California, and it, it's going to have a very, very negative effect on a large group of very hardworking, uh, well-intentioned, loyal, dedicated people. Oh, God, I, amen. I know this needs to probably be like a 10-hour show, because I think you and I could talk about it all day long. You share my right, frustration, uh, right, Doug? Oh, big, big time. I mean, I just don't, you know, when you've got a, a man or woman who choose to work alongside horses for a living, and and anyone could say anything negative about that, it's just, it's just so far out of it, I just don't understand. I think none of us can understand. And like you say, you know, I want to keep my solitude, and I love the great race place, I, you know, but I, I do think everyone here, we could all do a better job, and you're, you're helping lead the way of... Uh, just celebrating it's just so much history so much tradition so many jobs so many people are paying taxes there's dormitories here there's this you know you got seventy thousand homeless people in downtown la and and how we could knock uh you know this industry that provides so much and uh um well again, doug, yeah, doug I, I, I I'll, I'll tell you this bill nader from the toc and i like bill a lot i think he he's doing a great job He's been a great addition, was a, a very important guy in New York for a long time. He sent me an email, and, and, and he pointed out, which you and I know, uh, our backstretch employees, uh, free dental, free medical, they, they get a lot of benefits. Hey, it's, it's, it's not a, an easy life by any means, but it has been, and I've said this many times, it, it's been the window, it's been the stepping stone to the American dream for tens of thousands of families, Doug. I, I agree, and, and uh, why we're not, that should just be, that should roll off everyone's tongue and, and who's in upper management and and, uh, and ownership here of uh, all the, the beauty of it and not, you know, to um, to talk about anything. I don't care what business you're in, you know, things happen. That's why they call them accidents, right? And for us, yeah. even, you know, yeah, our first thing when there is an accident should be compassion for the the, the horse owners, the the horse, the, the the groom, the exercise rider, all the people that uh, and and um, so yeah. Instead, there's a lot of accusatory conversations and this and that. It's like what is going on? So it's just weird. But um, it is weird. You know, that's a good description. We can turn it around. You know, yeah, I I yeah, got some. Co- to, uh, Go ahead, Doug. No, I was going to say it's hard to really even articulate because you just some of the conversations are ones that were like. You're supposed to be for our business, and and they're bashing our business. So it's just it's strange how uh, anyone in this business isn't celebrating all the the beauty and and all the stuff that it offers. So, anyways, not to mention the magnificent entertainment that it continues to provide. People love it. They they love our game, Doug. You know, it's 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 a majestic thing with majestic creatures. And they're athletes, and I would point any of our our very dark, uh, you know, enemies. Uh, in other words, they to me, they they just they suck the life out of a room. That's that's about what I can say about them. Look at the National Football League this year, Doug. Have you seen the roster of injured starting quarterbacks this year? I mean, we're talking about athletes, and we've done everything. We will continue to do everything we can to minimize energy, uh, injuries, and, and to put the horse first. We have to do that. That's how everybody makes a living. But 
to think that we're never going to have any problems and that every time there is a problem, be it a digestive issue or whatever, that results in a fatality, and it's a standalone news item at a place like City News Service, then it goes to KFI.com, uh, KNX, and so on and so forth. It, it's beyond frustrating, Doug. I, 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 you're preaching to the choir. I agree, and, and that's a good comparison football because it's a great sport. And uh, but yeah, if if our leaders were running football, we'd be blaming the you know the the turf or blaming the people in the stands are yelling too loud. Or, yeah, I don't know. We, we we'd be doing something weird. That uh, so yeah, it's just really a matter of celebrating. You know, here's a man or a woman. You know, uh, working alongside or on top of a horse and, and yes. competing, exercising every day and competing at a high level. That's just, you know, uh, it's magical. And then the history and it, it's so rich and the tradition is, is amazing. You know, I think of like Australia does a wonderful job of celebrating yes. the beauty of the sport and we need to take a page out of, out of their book sometimes. So just hopefully. You know, we just we're in a weird cycle, and we'll cycle out of it. And and uh, well, and you know, again, what you're doing is is huge. So thanks for for giving the, all the hard workers a voice, because a lot of times these hard workers don't have a seat at the table, and that that is super frustrating. Nor do the stakeholders. I mean, I'll just tell oh, you on a no. very small micro level. I, I've got a, I'm down to one mare, and I have not bred her, and I wanted to go ahead and give it a shot. Okay, bring her in, get her under lights. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, we got some laminitis going on. So that that ship is in all likelihood sailed for another breeding season, just underscoring how difficult it is, how incredibly expensive it is, Doug. Yep. No, and as we start, as we decline to these amazing farms that you know, thank God, there's not you know parking lots and and. Uh, uh, buildings on them and said they're open land for for us to raise these beautiful horses and just it's a way to um preserve these great open lands and uh, as our industry shrinks they sell right because they can't stay in business so it's just it's uh there's so many uh jobs and and things for the economy that horse racing provide and and uh we need to really focus on that and talk about that more. Doug, I'm, I'm going to just share a quote with you from your main man, Leandro Mora, just a tremendous assistant. I would say, without doubt, one of the top assistants in the nation. You've got a huge barn. This is a quote from Leandro a couple of days ago. I was trying to get some material together. He says, I can tell you from personal experience, horse racing, and he, he said this, is very, very, very important to the Hispanic community. Uh, he said, I came here the week after Elvis died in July of 1977. I was 18, and I had been raised around horses in Mexico, but I really had no other skills. Racing has saved thousands and thousands of families from all over Latin America, people who are familiar with horses and are willing to work hard. I will say this, quoting Leandro Mora, if horse racing was eliminated, it would be catastrophic. Racing has enabled families like mine to send their kids to school, to university, and if their parents' jobs were eliminated, you would have thousands of Hispanic adults and kids homeless with no other means to continue their education. And I, I just, it's so true. And I, I, I think we better get busy. Anyway, I, I want to try and make some money today, Doug. 
I only want to talk about one race. It's the 10th, and it's not the final because we got 12 today. What about beer money? Every single horse you're running today is going from turf to dirt, but this guy, uh, he, he proved he could handle the dirt. It was a huge third uh, first time out at Los Alamitos on September 16th. You come off a 5 8 uh, maiden turf win uh, back on November 24th. This is the first condition allowance with Calbreds. You got the rail here uh, going 5 8 and uh, the Candyman, Edwin Maldonado, rides him back. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. He's training. He put in a nice breeze at San Diego the other day. And, uh, uh, yeah, this race, I believe, was an extra. So we we kind of came in late. But he's mm-hmm. um, training really well. And uh, uh, Edwin knows rides that course better than anybody. And like you say, he's already proven that uh, he, he's okay at the Los Al uh, track. So I think he's uh, got a big, big chance. He's 9-5. to five And there's a lot of speed in there. But I think he might be, uh, you know, he has the ability that if, they're going crazy. He can sit just off them and, and still be tough. So I, I like him today. Interesting. Hey, Doug, thanks so much for your time. I see you've got several horses nominated to stakes on opening day. we got time to talk about that later. But uh want to wish you all the best today, closing day at Los Al, and as we scoot into 2024 at Santa Anita and, and all over the country, Doug O'Neill. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for all you, the, the positive you do and, and, uh, and the reality. It's all real and, and positive and and looking at the good at everything. Well, so I appreciate you. Hey, Doug, we appreciate you. Guys like Oscar De La Torre, you more than anybody else in this game, you've stepped up, reached into, into your own pocket to proactively promote everything that we're trying to get done. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Let's get lucky today. Thanks. We need it. Uh, folks, we're going to step aside real quick, like, coming back strong, heading down to Carlsbad, going to be talking to John Lindo. Then Orlando Gutierrez is going to talk about a huge day and night. 12 today, get underway at 11.30 a.m., and then 12 tonight, starting at 5.20. Kurt Hoover from FanDuel going to lead off hour two. A whole lot of shows straight ahead. Don't go away. AME 30. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. 
Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Attention Inland Empire Racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room. 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnet, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. did it this way. Welcome back, and my thanks to Leilani Mabri and Jake Rich inside here at the Big A this morning. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Let's get down to Carlsbad and check in with John Lindo. You can catch John along with Bob Ike right here on AM830 every Saturday morning with Thoroughbred LA from 9 to 10. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How you doing? Good. Before we talk about Calbreds, before we talk about the South Point, and well, we'll talk about the South Point first, uh, I heard tell that your Lindo report, you had eight out of nine winners on top. 
uh, and that is available at the South Point recently. When was that? Mike, you end up missing a, a one to five Bob Stafford shot to, to, to shoot the cards. <laughs> <laughs> you, you left the one to five shot out. Eight out of nine. Well done, John. Well, well, thank done. you very much. They were happy over there, and yeah. you know you can play Los Alamitos and turn a profit. A week ago, uh, yesterday, eight out of nine on top of the Lindo report, folks. Get up to Las Vegas. This is a great time of the year. You're going to see a lot of cowboy hats. Uh, why don't you think about the South Point? Get a hold of Steve Johnson uh, in the race book, toll free at eight six six seven eight zero. Race or eight six six seven eight zero seven two two three. John, are you still up there? Just about ready to head back out. Uh, watched a little football yesterday, played some horses, and uh, head yeah. back to town. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, listen, uh, we talk a lot about cow breads, and we've got a good steak for the California breads today. That's going to be the 12th and final, and it is the uh, the $100,000 King Glorious uh, two-year-olds at a flat mile. We do have a pivotal scratch out of here, according to Ed Burgard. Tom Seaver, so impressive, breaking his maiden on grass, was 3-1 to one on the line. He will not run. So a field of seven here. And uh, in addition to the race itself, we've got an important deadline coming up as well for those who own and breed here in California. All right, first of all, the deadline, if you have a fall of 2022, uh, to make that horse a calibrate, you've got to register by the end of this year, December 31st. So go to ctba.com and get the details whether you're a CTBA member or not. You save half the money if you're a CCPA member. To get that done, get eligible for these Calvin programs for a race at the King Glorious today. And I tell you what, Mike, this is a tough race in that there's only one horse that's one at a mile. That's number eight stolen treasure. Right. And that was on that was on the turf. So, uh, you know, we have to find out if stolen treasure is as good on the dirt. Was it the turf that moved him up last time? Was it the distance? Uh, you know, a couple of horses that have to prove they want to run this far. I thought Michi's Express ran all right in the Golden State Juvenile coming from off the pace. He has to show me if he's not a, if he's a late-running sprinter or if he'll handle two turns. And a horse coming, uh, last call, London, who's kind of been a one-pace horse sprinting. I got a feeling he might like going two turns. Uh, you know, he was uh, a little bit flat last time in the Golden State Juvenile. That was his first start as a gelding. He ran like he might have needed the race. I think he I moves agree. forward a little bit today and one Hernandez rides there. I'm going to look for last call London, maybe to, to handle this distance a little bit better than some of the others. For, for whatever little it may be worth, I, I really agree with you on last call London. Looking at his race, he, he, he made a, a good move, and it, the race was kind of divided in, in two different parts, and there was a gap between you know the first group and the second group. He made a move in to, 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 to be right in the middle there, heading to the quarter pole, and then I, I, I kind of thought he was running in spots a little bit down the lane. I would look for him to bounce back, John. I, I think he'll be a little bit more tactical. I would expect to be him yeah. right on top of the pace state, too. And they take, they take the blinkers off, I think, to kind of try uh, and address that. Juan Hernandez and, uh, and Peter Miller uh, teaming up there, John. And, uh, you know, we haven't talked yet about yesterday's pick six. Looks like one single winning ticket, just under 90000 right? Yeah, it was an all-burger, or else you'd be playing for a huge pool today. Yeah. But uh, congratulations to the person or persons that put a, t- put a ticket together and took down the money yesterday. I'm on the air, so it wasn't me. <laughs> you you would have got the Johnny Paycheck record, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been missing in action, still celebrating. Yeah, right. Well, and, and also talking about yesterday's uh, stake, the, the Los Alamitos Futurity, 
Uh, Baffert has now won eight out of the last ten, but this was the least likely Baffert at about 13.5 to one win stock uh, with Kyle Frey. And I mean, a $29.40 win mutual. And this horse just seems to thrive on running on the leader thereabouts and, and likes being in a dogfight. Uh, that's it. I think they figured out what he wants to do. You put him on the lead going long, because once he gets to the lead, he'll fight you. And, uh, you know, when he hasn't made the lead, he's kind of given up the chase a little bit. But yesterday, when he made the lead and, you know, his stable mate, Wymia, did not push him early, uh, you knew all of a sudden, well, he might be tough here. They made runs at him around the turn, but he showed that fight, and he wouldn't let those others by down the lane. A really gutsy performance. Great to see Kyle Frey get a big win like this, too. This is a kid that... Yeah, you know, took a little time off during Del Mar, and he's come back and ridden really well. No question, and congrats to to him and his agent uh, Jack Carava. Jack also representing uh, Giovanni Franco. Before we get your best bet, a, a quick word about the La Meridian, and that's just off Gate Five there uh, on Huntington Drive, across the street from the racetrack. It's just you park there and you just walk over to the races for workouts, what have you. I know a lot of people coming into town for the New Year's festivities, for the Rose Bowl, and uh, you know that uh, that could be epic with with Alabama and Michigan uh, squaring off there, folks. The, the number to call and say hello to Katie Green, the general manager, when you're over there six two six triple seven six six nine nine, or if you go to Marriott dot com, you're a rewards member. Your code is S as in Sam, 9498. That's the La Meridian Hotel right across the street from the track. Absolutely. Uh, rooms in San Diego Valley being a premium during uh, Rose Bowl oh, yeah. time and New Year's Day. So get it done now and then catch a little Santa Anita. You'll see a lot of the people out of town wearing those uh, the maize and blue for Michigan and the crimson for, for Alabama and Santa Anita that week. John, we got to get going early. Uh, first post time today, 11.30 a.m., who do you like for radio? I'm going to go down the 11th race today, Mike. In the 11th, the horse for the course, number five, Shortman, comes off a couple of even tries on the turf routing, but he's a he's a one-mile dirt Los Alamitos horse. Three for seven there. He's based at Los Alamitos. I think he jumps back into form today, and if we get the five-to-one morning line, we take it. Number five, Shortman. Race number 11, Los Alamitos. Okay, great. And then a little self-promotion, John. You and Bob Ike and company, uh, you're going to be taking a look. We enter for opening day at Santa Anita this coming Friday the 22nd. Saturday morning, you guys will have all the PPs, and uh, you're going to kind of go over the X's and O's for opening day. Absolutely. We're going to do a Santa Anita preview show, ask our handicappers a little bit about you know different angles they like at Santa Anita. You, you don't have a show on Christmas Eve, so Mike, we'll get you on too. Tell, you'll tell us about exactly what's going on on track on opening day as well. So all the Santa Anita information you need, and we'll have those PPs in hand. We'll give, try and find a couple of winners for the opening day card next Saturday. Really looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. That'll be from 9 to 10 right here on AM 830. Home of the Angels, uh, Thoroughbred LA with John Lindo and Bob Ike. Thanks so much, John. Uh, safe travels coming home from Vegas. Got it, Mike. Good luck today. You bet. Same to you. Uh, right now, we're going to welcome aboard Orlando Gutierrez, an incredibly busy guy right now with uh, a ton of action day and night. Orlando, good morning. Merry Christmas to you and your family. It was great seeing you in the winter's circle yesterday, uh, interviewing Doc Allred and Mr. Lee Bow. A big, big win for them in the Los Alamitos Futurity with Winstock. Good morning, Mike, and yes, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and all the listeners. And uh what a special uh, victory that was for uh, Dr. Ed Allred, Jack Lebow in the winner's circle. And uh, Dr. Allred was reminiscing in the winner's circle how 
he, he uh, well, Bathroom worked for him uh, when he was a teenager back at his ranch. Uh, he worked with horses back then. Uh, of course, Bob Baffer went on to a great career with quarter horses there at Los Alamitos. Uh, and even Bob Baffer just mentioned how uh, special the win was because uh, he got to uh, do it there in the winner's circle with uh, Dr. Red Allred. Even mentioned how Winstock kind of looks like a quarter horse in the, uh, yeah. in the paddling paddock. Maybe that's why it attracted uh, Dr. Red Allred to, uh, to purchase this horse, just that look of a quarter horse. Yeah, Bob, I heard him. He, he did say that. He said it looked like he could have run in the champion of champions or yeah. words to that effect. And Doc likes that quarter horse rear end. You know that. Uh, <laughs> hey, Orlando, it's a marathon today. 12, day and night. Uh, the daytime action, 11.30, and 12 of them tonight. You get underway at 5.20, and you guys are throwing $10,000 into that pick six to get things rolling. And we are, Mike. And remember, it's going to be a mandatory payout. So uh, there's no, uh, there is no carryover. On that ten thousand dollars is all going to get paid out tonight uh, in, a, in a really good card. Uh, and for those that enjoy uh, racing at Golden Gate, we got quite a few, uh, nice inclusion of horses from up there. Twelve horses from Gold that made their last start at Golden hmm. Gate will be part of the racing card tonight. And uh, how about Michael Rona uh, calling those twenty-four races? I was talking to Mark Rasky, and he mentioned that back in the several years ago, uh, the Harness had a twenty-five race program, and they gave away T-shirts saying, "I survived the 25. Well, we're going to enjoy the 24 at Los Alamitos tonight, uh, tonight and today with that nice card. And we'll make sure to send uh, a lot of hot tea to Michael Rona. I think he's calling over 90 horses during the daytime and over 90 horses at nighttime as well. So he's going to be very, very busy. Uh, we're going to have three pick fours uh, mm. during the nighttime program as well. So it's going to be a big card. And, of course, we'll be keeping an eye on, uh, on just one one race in the standings, uh, trainer Jose Flores looking to repeat as leading quarter horse trainer. Uh, he just needs to uh, win one race or avoid Monte Rosa winning one race. And he'll be securing that title for uh, the second straight year. And then your top jock at night is Cruz Mendez, right? He is, and he's clinched the title now. After uh, looking at last night's stats, he's going to win his fifth quarter horse title. Happy for him. First time since 2015 that he's... Uh, He's won the title here. He's uh, he's Jose Flores' number one jockey, and Cruz Mendez has had mm-hmm. a really strong season. So congratulations to him. A couple of our other leaders, Angela Aquino is going to secure her third uh, thoroughbred training title. Edgar Prieras also with his third, and uh, Jesus Urania and Ricardo Ramirez are gonna are going to uh, defend their mixed breed title. Those races at a thousand yards. Interesting. Let, let's talk about the card tonight, and then we're going to have uh, both Ed Burgard and Bob Mazursky on uh, in hour two to more or less focus on the daytime action 12 of them tonight your main event is the uh the the grade two socal derby and uh that'll be run at 400 yards uh, just under 163,000 up for grabs talk about this field orlando 10 horses in there and uh the horse to beat is the fastest qualifier two to one on the morning line that's number three don't sack kbn uh this horse Went to Ridoso, uh, had some nice races at Ridoso. Didn't qualify to one of the big ones, but did run in an invitational to the Rainbow. Comes back here at Los Alamitos, runs a good third to in the town policy. Uh, losing to a horse that's actually going to be to his inside. Good wagon, ASA. But then comes back and has a tremendous, tremendous race in the trials, giving uh, Paul Jones the fastest qualifier. And for, for Paul Jones, this has always been a special race. He's won this race a record seven times already. In fact, the first grade one victory that he, he ever trained came in the Southern California Derby. Uh, he's won this race 
uh, a lot of times in a row, wow. he's trying to get another uh, nice, greatest stakes win here with uh, Don Sass KBN looking for his record eight. And he's going to have a couple of other runners in this race as well. Number eight, Terrific Phoenix. And number nine, Phoenix Baby Girl, uh, also in there. And uh, Phoenix Baby Girl, 10-1. And I give this horse a nice shot. Always has shown a nice late kick. Uh, her mother, uh, a political lady, was a really, really strong finisher. So uh, Paul Jones has uh, some three really good runners in the Southern California Derby. Again, full field of 10. Going to be a good one. And post time for that 12th and final 9.50 tonight. I want you to narrow it down, though. If you, you get your case 20, who would you bet on the favorite? You know, yeah, he is my top pick. I like the two good wagon I say, Lindolfo Diaz has had a, a very good season, sneaky good season. He doesn't have a lot of horses uh, in his barn, but he is always in the mix. Mm-hmm. Last week in the uh, Los Alamitos 2 million futurity, he, quali- he qualified two horses. They finished second and fourth to the terrific train station V. Last night he won the stakes race with El Aventurero. Uh, he's had a really good meet. And this horse, good wagon, I say, has run second twice in derbies. Uh, he has a little bit of a tough spot in there uh, from post number two, but he's run well from the inside post. Uh, I give him, you know, if he, if he breaks nicely and breaks cleanly, gets a nice running path there, he could surprise there. Don Sass KVN. That's number two. Good wagon, I say. Okay, so for you, it's three two in in the uh, SoCal Derby, twelfth and final. Best bet on the card tonight, Orlando. I'm gonna go to race number six, and again, sticking with the uh, with the standings here, number six, Blacken. Three to one on the morning line. The owner, Battleborn Racing Stables, uh, he has a chance to tie for the leading title uh, in the mixed breed standings. Uh, Nick Hines has had a tremendous season with his horses at a thousand yards. He knows what kind of horse do do well here at Los Alamitos at this distance. And I, let me tell you, he would love nothing more than I finish the season at the top of the standings. I'll go with number six, Blacken, uh, coming back here to Los Alamitos in this one, a three to one. Sergio Morfin, Diego Herrera. Diego does a nice job riding these horses. And uh, so I'll go with the six, black and a three to one, Mike. Okay, and uh, we saw the Sarge, Nick Hines, who, who heads up Battleborn Racing, on set yesterday on FanDuel with, uh, with Todd Shrupp. He loves working there in Los Al, and, and, and it comes through. It really does. Post time for race six tonight, 724, and Orlando says make it number six, blackened at three to one on the morning line. They got Diego Herrera to hang around from the daytime action to ride tonight. Orlando, all the best. Uh, boy, you're going to need some energy. I know you've got some Uncle Chemos to get you through. Uh, first post time today, 1130, and then tonight at 520. Enjoy it, Orlando. Thank you so much, Mike. I might just have to throw out my curing machine. No more pots. No more coffee pots for me. Let's go, Uncle Chemos. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Orlando Gutierrez from Los Alamitos. We'll take our final time out in hour one, coming back strong with Toby Terrell from Winner's Card. Guy with a stopwatch. We'll get his thoughts. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles on the home of the Angels. Angels Radio AM 830 and the Angels Radio app. AM 830. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting a best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. 
Los Alamitos Race Course celebrates its 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing in beautiful Orange County with a great closing day program today. Our daytime winter thoroughbred meet wraps up with mandatory payouts on all wagers. Plus, our stakes action rolls on today with a traditional feature on closing day, the $100,000 King Glorio Stakes. And with 12 big races on the card, first post will be an hour earlier, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars here. And when the sun goes down, nighttime racing at Los Alamitos follows with big pools in the early pick four, late pick four, and of course in our traditional $2 pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the closing day action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's exciting daytime racing at Los Alamitos, plus it's mandatory payout today on all wagers. Remember, 12 races on top and a special first post of 11.30 a.m. Hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Horse players, it's a double-header Sunday at Los Alamitos with day and night racing in beautiful Orange County. Today is also the closing day and night for the Los Alamitos Winter Thoroughbred Meet and the nighttime Los Alamitos Racing Meet. That means mandatory payouts on all wagers for both the day and night programs. For the night program, first post will follow the last Los Alamitos daytime race of the meet. And as always, the best of border horse racing continues at Los Alamitos with two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Don't forget that Los Alamitos also features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And tonight, Los Alamitos will add 10000 to the pick six pool. There's not a carryover. Remember, it's also a mandatory payout night. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the close? Closing day action, it's the Vessels Club with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Mandatory payouts today and tonight at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Racing will then return Saturday night, December 30th. We hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Hi, this is Bill Coin of South Bay Toad, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toad is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. 
from Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. And welcome back. Final segment, Hour 1, Third by Los Angeles. Stay with us, folks. Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV going to be joining us top of the next hour. And we've also got... Uh uh, former uh, the former voice of Los Alamitos, current line maker day and night, Ed Burgard joining us along with top handicapper Bob Mazursky and of course Toby Callett, uh, Jonathan Hardoon uh, running the anchor laps, uh, if you will, an hour or two. So a whole lot of shows straight ahead. Let's get up to Santa Anita and check in with top private clocker Toby Terrell of Winner's Card, the best $5 you're going to spend going to the races. That's Winner's Card, the yellow sheet, or if you don't make it on track or to one of our satellite locations, you can go to K com and get a hold of Winner's Card right there. Hey, Toby, good morning and Merry Christmas to you. Mike, uh, great, uh, great to be aboard here, and negadittos to everybody out there as we bring in the season uh, once again a beautiful Santa Anita. Yeah, and Toby, you're out there every morning. Uh, we've got some, uh, it looks like some wet weather in the forecast this coming week, but boy, you'd never know it this week. I mean, the morning's... The sunrise today, it's just been absolutely beyond picturesque. You know, it's almost like a little mini Indian summer. I mean, I walked out last night about 4 or 5 o'clock, and uh, it was just balmy and beautiful. And, um, uh, yeah, it's good. the whole picture is going to change here during the week, but we're going to add a day of training uh, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So hopefully uh, we'll miss a minimal amount of days of training. Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're being proactive in that regard. And again, fingers crossed, we're going to be able to use the turf uh, on opening day. I'm hoping we'll be okay. Toby, let's talk about the matters at hand, and that is mandatory payouts uh, in the closing day uh, situation, day and night at Los Alamitos, 12 races day and night. Uh, any strong thoughts on the King Glorious? We do have one big scratch out of here. Tom Seaver will not run. Uh, they're going to take the blinkers off of uh, Last Call London. He figures now to be a short price favorite. Any strong opinion there on the King Glorious? Well, yeah, actually, uh, I'm, I'm. I believe Last Call London is is the horse uh, in here. Um, 
very disappointed with his effort on Breeders' Cup weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think he had his mind on business. Now the blinkers come off. And uh, I think he's going to love the tighter uh, racetrack at Los Alamitos. I-, I really believe he's got by far and away the best pick uh, when it's going to count here uh, this afternoon. So uh, I believe he's very strong uh, in the stake race today. Okay, terrific. And uh, is he going to be your best bet for radio, or do you want to venture elsewhere? Well, actually, we'll venture uh, right plumb to the middle of the card uh, and throw out a long shot uh, in here, and there'll be a lot to choose from, obviously, today. But uh, I believe that in race number six, the seven-horse classical uh, has been waiting for a a spot exactly like he's got today. Outside, uh, cutback distance. I know he's got the speed, and uh, speed could be very dangerous, hopefully, a little extra Christmas cheer in race number six. Okay, and the jock uh, certainly holding a hot hand. Kyle Frey aboard Classical for uh, Liberato Baracchio. This will be uh, the horse's first start at Los Alamitos, and perhaps most significantly, first time in for a claiming tag. Toby, we're all out of time. Merry Christmas to you. We'll see you at the great race place. Good luck today at Los Alamitos. Thanks a lot, Mike. We'll be right back, folks. Kurt Hoover from FanDuel with us top of the next hour. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos. You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Los Alamitos Racecourse celebrates its 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing in beautiful Orange County with a great closing day program today. Our daytime winter thoroughbred meet wraps up with mandatory payouts on all wagers. Plus, our stakes action rolls on today with a traditional feature on closing day, the $100,000 King Glorious Stakes. And with 12 big races on the card, first post will be an hour earlier, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars here. And when the sun goes down, nighttime racing at Los Alamitos follows with big pools in the early pick four, late pick four, and of course in our traditional $2 pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the closing day action? It's the Vessels Club with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's exciting daytime racing at Los Alamitos, plus it's mandatory payout day on all wages. Remember, 12 races on tap and a special first post at 11.30 a.m. Hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halu Aloha Garden and Kitchen, 
the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Horse players, it's a double hay Sunday at Los Alamitos with day and night racing in beautiful Orange County. Today is also the closing day and night for the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet and the nighttime Los Alamitos racing meet. That means mandatory payouts on all wagers for both the day and night programs. For the night program, first post will follow the last Los Alamitos daytime race of the meet. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos with two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Don't forget that Los Alamitos also features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And tonight, Los Alamitos will add 10000 to the pick six pool. There's not a carryover. Remember, it's also a mandatory payout night. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the close? Closing day action, it's the Vessels Club with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Mandatory payouts today and tonight at Los Alamitos Racecourts. Racing will then return Saturday night, December 30th. We hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Markin nose and nose, and Gamely is the winner by a nose right. 
advantage. Farm away has the class. Which one's going to win it? Farm away, marketry. Farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by Daytime Thoroughbred Racing at Los Alamitos. First post time through December 17th is at 12.30 p.m. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villafort of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By the luxurious Halualoha Garden and Kitchen overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. By the Rackers and Sheets. Take it from top trainers, jockey agents, and players like you nationwide. When you go racing, get past the obvious. Get the Rackers and Sheets. By Legacy Ranch. Where stands California's big three. Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the great race place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Nice to have you with us. Hour 2, Thoroughbred LA, on this closing day at Los Alamitos. Closing day and night. Mandatory payouts and a marathon day. Uh, get going because they, they get started early today at 11.30 a.m. with the daytime action. Twelve races at night. They get underway at 5.20, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. They're adding $10,000 to the pick six tonight. Uh, the, the pick six day and night will be races seven through twelve, and our main event uh, on the daytime program is the one hundred thousand dollar King Glorious two-year-olds bred in California at a flat mile and a big scratch. Take number four, Tom Seaver out of there. In fact, we've got several scratches that uh, our morning line maker, uh, Ed Burgart, will be passing along to us in, in just a few minutes. Right now, as advertised, going to welcome aboard um, my good friend Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV doing a great job on set during the Los Alamitos meet yesterday. He was paired with Christina Blacker, and uh, I, for one, really enjoyed it. Hey, Kurt, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mike. Good to talk to you. And yeah, I don't get to work with Christina often on the set, uh, but uh, really enjoy working with her, Mike. Uh, she's professional and yes. uh, just have a good time working with her. Well, you know, and you're banging the tape pretty hard, and she does as well, and it yes. adds a lot. I mean, you're not just talking about what you see on the track. You're talking about maybe the trip the horse had last time out, something you may have noticed during the race that isn't going to make that chart footnote. Yeah, I try to do that, Mike, because anybody can read the form who's out there gambling and knows how to read racing form. So you try to add a little bit something. And, uh, yeah, we had a good time yesterday. We had racing around the country. We had good racing at Los Al. So good day yesterday, Mike. And 
Looking forward to closing day. I was thinking today, Mike, this might be a record. I don't know if any racetrack has ever run 24 races in the same day, right? Maybe one of the trials days at Ruidoso, you know, All-American trials, maybe back in the day. But I'd be hard-pressed to think of 24 races being run at one racetrack in this country at any point. Yeah, it's probably been done, Kurt, but I I don't know. Um, Think about the Meadowlands. I I don't know. But uh, remember that marathon thing we had at Hollywood? It was an experimental one day. Yes, unfortunately, I do remember that, Mike. A Father's Day doubleheader. That that was was it. Yeah. Yeah. Was there 16 races, 18? I I think there were Something like that it was eight and eight or seven and seven. It was, yeah. it was a bad idea that what came to fruition. Unfortunately. Well, I remember asking uh, Keith Chamblin, who who was involved in in marketing and everything at that time, uh, about it. He said, "Well, we're we're a day and night facility, you know. And the, the the Hollywood Park Casino had just opened, and Mr. Hubbard was trying to drive traffic there day and night." Uh, but that was uh, that was an endurance test, no uh, doubt about it. The only thing I remember from that day, night, Mike, was Father's Day, obviously. And as you know, I was very close to my late father. And I remember sitting there at about seven, seven thirty. What night am I doing? <laughs> I think I was thinking, what in the hell am I doing here? And this was thirty <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Today I would have called it sick, Mike. He wouldn't catch me. There is no chance. As yeah. you know, that was a different time. But that's my clearest memory is, what am I doing here? Hey, hey Kurt, uh, how about thirty-four years ago? The 1989 Hollywood Futurity. I heard you guys talking about some past runnings yesterday. And, of course, yesterday's race taken by Winstock, Kyle Frey, Bob Baffert, Doc Allred, Jack Lebow. A huge performance. But that 89 Hollywood Futurity, it was the fastest one-turn mile ever run by a two-year-old, and he never ran again. A horse by the name of Grand Canyon, Mm -hmm. and I believe he was owned by Overbrook Farm. Angel Cordero, D. Wayne Lucas... The horse won off, and of course, Angel. He always, you know, he liked to look pretty, and and he did. I mean, he was and he did <laughs> a classic look in the saddle, hand ridden through the lane. But they won by six and a half, and uh, the horse that ran second was Farm Away with Race of Bill, mm. really good horse. And at that time, I think he was trained by a guy named Lynn Boyce. And Neil Boyce. Neil Boyce, Neil I'm Boyce. sorry. Yeah, and then he yeah. went over to D. Wayne and, and did some yep. really big things, you know. But uh, that was, I think, only his third start for him away that day. But I got thinking, Kurt, Grand Canyon, I mean, it, it was showy, flashy, obviously the incredible final time, but the margin of victory, and you just think back, well, what about Shoe? What about Eddie Day? What about Pat Day? Would they win off by that much? Who knows? But it was so unfortunate the horse never ran again. Yeah, Mike, I had fun looking through the history of the Futurity and all those. You know, it's a great two race now, but obviously grade one winner. Snow Chief won it. AP Indy won it. Yes. Uh, just a, a roster of top-class horses. And just to touch on the, on the race yesterday, Mike, Winstock winning the race. I was very happy for Kyle Frey. Uh, he's been riding very well, coming back from some issues over the years. And i got to say, Mike, I know I worked there, but seeing Doc Allred and Jack Levi down there, they, they were, you know, so happy, Mike, to win a race like that. No one's put more in the game to me in California than Doc Allred in the last 20 years. You know, putting in the new stable area, putting in a second track, doing all this for California racing, and it sure was nice, Mike, to see him get the money uh, with Winstock. Because I, I went down to congratulate him. And I joked with Jack Levi. I said, "Man, after the first two races, and he he, he cut me off. Yeah, well, we thought we'd thrown away seven hundred thousand dollars because the horse didn't show anything his first two. Yeah, and then came back to win yesterday. And I know, Mike, I had looked at the. With PPs, and I thought, I wonder if they considered running in New York, and they had. New York bread. New York bread. Yeah. And there was that half billion dollar race, but Mike, obviously, Doc Howard can't take leave. No way. With his horse with a no. <laughs> but 
they would have won a five hundred dollars dollar pot, I'm pretty sure anyway. Just talking yeah. over the backstory behind that one yesterday by Woodstock. Yeah, I mean if Doc did that, how on earth could he ever tell anybody else, Hey, you better stay but, home, you're stable here, you leave, keep going, you know, which in racing that that type of conversation has happened quite a bit over the years, you know? Yeah, yeah, it has, Mike, and uh, it's good. I thought the stewards made the right call. There was mutual contact between the two. They kind of caromed off. Hundred percent. Could have affected the finish, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, so, they did the right thing. Went by on that note, Mike, you probably talked about it, but I was on the air during the race yesterday, and I also had texts from a diverse group of people in unanimous accord. That decision the stewards made in New York yesterday in that half million dollar race, I think I've got to put it as the worst I've ever I, seen. I don't I don't it, get it. it. I don't it, the it's horse not, set it up the the horse they DQ'd was what four wide, didn't touch anybody. Didn't touch anybody. Uh, not a soul and and he ran second or third? Yeah, he ran second and, and I yeah. read the quote from one of the stewards, he put pressure on. I said, well, what is that? It's mean? horse racing. It's pressure on everybody. It's <laughs> horse racing. I, yeah. That, that 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 was ludicrous, Mike. And I, no. I you know, you know, you and I have owned horses, and we've had good horses and bad horses and everything in between. And all I could think about was who owned that horse. You run second in a half-million-dollar race. Second is $100,000. Mm-hmm. Because of a horrendous call, you're placed last. You get nothing. You've got a no. tired horse. I might have exited stage left back and said, that's it for me. I'm out the door. <laughs> horrendous call. Like, so, I mean, some calls you and I can, you know, we'll look and say, okay, yeah. I, I don't agree, but I can see it. Or that was a bad call. This was Truly horrendous call. Kurt, the horse that was the, race. The, the horse that was quote unquote bothered caused his own trouble. He went to throw on his head, turn him for home, right. and I they blame the horse next to him. I it think that like was it exactly. And the horse to yeah. his outside, I mean, he's turning for home with a shot to win, and they take him down. As I said in, in my follow up text, Kurt, and I do mean this. <laughs> I, yeah. First of all, I, was it unanimous or split? Did you hear on the decision? I don't know. I did not hear they that. Did, I did not hear that. Maybe John Hardoon can fill us in on the on the back end. But uh, I would have an interview with all three of them, and uh, it'd probably be an exit interview for two out of the three, <laughs> or maybe it's all three. I mean it. I, I, I just have, don't I think. Ask, what were you watching? Like, did yeah. you get the wrong video? I, I just don't think you can get or? something that wrong and still be in that no. position. You know. And again, it, you know, it shouldn't matter whether it's a ten claim or a half million dollar race, but it does matter. A hundred thousand yeah. dollars in somebody's pocket—that that, that was brutal, Mike. I mean, you know, we move on, but I, I, yeah, we I, move on. I but think it's the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really not good. Really. All really right, bad. we're going to stay positive for the most part <laughs> here, stay Kurt. Positive now. Uh, let, let's go ahead. Uh, I wanted to get a mention in on the Steak Friday, the Grade Three Bayacoa. I, I thought that was visually. It, it it just amazed me. It looked like the Arizona bred Desert Dawn in a really good spot. She's been hitting the board and graded stakes, and it looked like she was home to Rome, three sixteenths from home. But Midnight Memories, you know, Juan Hernandez stayed busy. Hey, she's supposed to run good. She's the even money favorite, but I thought it looked helpless. She ends up winning by a length. Like I thought, uh, at the quarter pole, Desert Dawn was one to nine to win that race. Uh, yeah. the, the winner. I thought it was going really nowhere to the 3-H pole. She was kind of under a ride. She was kind of just, just running along. Uh, that was amazing. She came and caught that, Philly, because uh, uh, I thought Desert Dawn was gone. But pretty good effort uh, by both horses. And I'm glad you mentioned the scratches, Mike. I thought Tom Seaver had a hell of a chance today. It's King Glorious. So yeah. I'm going to reevaluate that race now later on, too. That's a very competitive uh, King Glorious. Which, by the way, Mike, speaking of Hollywood Park, that was the last stakes race ever run. That's right. That great Hollywood Park. And California Chrome took it down uh, 10 years ago. Oh, it's been ten years. Yeah, ten I, years, Mike. Dece- I couldn't believe that December two thousand thirteen. I think was it was final stakes race run. I think it was December twenty second two thousand thirteen. 
Boy, it goes quick. Uh, no, I think it was the week before. I okay. I think it was that 13, 14, someone. Cause I, I, I went that Saturday, Mike. I couldn't bring myself to go closing day. I mean that. I, I couldn't go see people I knew were going to lose their job. Yeah. The track's going to close. I couldn't do it. So I went on Saturday and uh, enjoyed the racing there. But uh, a history there with uh, California Chrome taking that race down. You know, Kurt, and I'm, I'm going to digress a little bit, but a really good friend of mine, and you know him well, too, uh, uh, one of my absolute best friends in racing, Ronnie McClellan, uh, sent me a text and a, a gal that she was a security guard for us for many years at Hollywood Park, Evelyn Lara. Apparently she had mm-hmm. been ill for some time, living with family in Atlanta, and he texted me this morning that she passed away yesterday. And uh, I, I'll show you pictures of her, Kurt. You'll remember, I remember her. her Mike. You do. I remember she her was, very well. She yeah. was a kick. I mean, so I went out with her and some other, some of the other security guys, several times. Just great, great fun. Uh, you know, great employee. One of so many people we've known over the years. They loved racing. They loved to have a bet here and there. But and then the gossip, everything. She was wonderful and a wonderful mom. Uh, I just wanted to mention that. Seventy-six years old. I believe she was from New Orleans originally, but a great person. Yeah, there were. Uh, I said, Mike, that's one of the reasons I didn't go that day many years ago. I just couldn't. A lot of those people, the the lady who ran the uh, hamburger stand out by the paddock, I see every day. Yes. The people who ran the, the lunch counter inside, and the you know just all the people. There were such, such great memories. I'm like a great race track. and great employees, Kurt. Absolutely. To this day, Mike, the best place I ever worked. Mm -hmm. I never enjoyed working in a place uh, more than working at Hollywood Park. And by the way, my good call, I just looked up uh, that race. You nailed it. December 22nd. Great call for the King Glorious. Uh, uh, In 2013, the King Glorious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also wanted to mention, we're pretty well into the show now. Uh, Everybody knows by now, John Shear, who uh, gained national notoriety at age 90 when he, he really... Uh, if he didn't save her life, he saved her from catastrophic injury. A little five-year-old girl, John, was working as a paddock guard uh, out uh, on the west end of the Seabiscuit walking ring. We had a maiden get loose, and I mean was 22 on it, heading back home to the stable area. <clears throat> and John threw himself in front of this little girl, and he sustained uh, you know, a broken pelvis, a bunch of internal bleeding, and he passed away this past Tuesday at age 102 in a, a rehabilitation facility in Arcadia. He was, you talk about a great employee, a nice, nice man, quick with a smile. And uh, Kurt, uh, he, he lived quite a life. He really did. Yeah. And those of us who knew him will we'll never forget John Shear. 102 is a hell of a run, Mike. That yep. is for sure. Put his whole life into the game, Mike. Not to be on a summer note, but I, I know I want to pass along uh, one of the guys I worked with at FanDuel. Television and I also worked with at HRTV passed away last week unexpectedly heart attack. Uh, uh, Rich McManus and oh. I worked with him at Santa Anita for years. Mike, he worked at Fanduel. I'd seen him a couple of days before. He was fine, health. He wasn't. He went home, wasn't feeling good, collapsed, had a heart attack, and passed away. So Rich McManus, I know a lot of people know him from behind the scenes. He was a editor, producer, behind the scenes guy, super guy, dedicated. I think his dad worked at Santa Anita, Mike back when, too, hmm. if I'm keeping the people right. But anyway, just uh, wanted to pass on condolences to his family, because I know a lot of people knew Rich, and he worked with a lot of people in the television industry, both at Sandita and Hollywood Park. I, I remember the and, name. I can't really yeah. place him, but... Might, it, you probably know if you saw him, Mike, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kurt, just, just one other thing on John Shear. The date of that mishap in the paddock, he was 90 years of age, March 12, 2011, 
uh, I remember George Haynes was our general manager at that time. He went over to Huntington to, to see John, and he was in a terrible shape. His blood pressure had, had dropped dramatically. Yeah. And when he got back to the track about 7 o'clock, he called me up in my office. He said, uh, get an obit together uh, on John. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Wow. He battled back game. Battled right? back, came back to work, <laughs> and, he, and he loved to go to Vegas with Elevator Gil McNeil yeah, and Alice yeah. Davis, other yes, guys, to play poker, yes, laugh. You know, he was just a <laughs> wonderful times, guy. Right? Hey, Kurt. Life's all about good times. Like yeah, that. before we get maybe a best bet from you today yeah. on the 12 race closing day card, what about the National Football League? So many things to consider. I mean, I'm looking at Dallas. They're having a tremendous season. They're a point-and-a-half dog on the road at Buffalo. Does it really mean enough to Dallas to, to, to lay the point-and-a-half? That's one question. The other one, the Rams, they're home. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Washington, who's they've really become a hapless franchise this year. And Sean McVay's got the Rams playing at a high level. What do you make of those two games? Yeah, well, Mike, I've become a Bills fan because I bet them to win the Super Bowl at the start of the year. And then when they lost a couple games and everyone jumped ship, I came back with more on them. That's really big prices. So I'm rooting for the Bills. You know, uh, it's a very competitive game with Dallas. It's funny you mentioned the Rams game, Mike. I was thinking of making that the play, but it seems too obvious and it seems crappish. It just, it seems way too obvious (laughs) playing six and a half. And it hasn't gone to seven, which is the other thing that bothers me. I said, that should have gone to seven. It hasn't. So, right? It's, it's one of those gut feels, you know, Mike, from gambling on horses or sports. There's certain things you can't really explain, but you just feel something, something's not right. And that's one of the games I'm going to stay away from after, after consideration. All right. Well, there's still plenty on the menu. Where can we yes, go? Are. I'm desperate. Let's, let's, let's go to Sunday night, Mike. Let's go to the <laughs> Sunday night game, which is a real good matchup. Uh, Baltimore Ravens and Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I think Jacksonville bounces back tonight. They're getting three and a half points at home. They come off two very tough losses. They need this win. Not that it, Baltimore doesn't. Everybody needs to win this time of the year. But I just think being at home, getting three and a half, Jacksonville will play well. Baltimore is a very good team with an outstanding defense. But let's take Jacksonville, getting three and a half. They're at home on the Sunday night game tonight. And, and one other factor, perhaps, uh, you, you know, Baltimore, they, 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 they laid it out last week. Uh, it was yeah, everything it they had to beat the Rams. They were all out as we put for a horse, right? Mike? Yeah. All out for sure, yeah. And they've got uh, you know two consecutive road games, so we'll see. All right, let's come to Los Alamitos. Closing day mandatory payouts, a single winning ticket in that pick six. Have you heard Ooh. yet where that was uh, where that was purchased? No, Mike. It was for eighty nine thousand dollars, and I half jokingly when I went down to the winter circle said to Doctor Alred, "You didn't have that pick six, did you?" Because Doc does like to play, right? Yeah. He's, he said, "No, it wasn't me," and they needed the carryover, right? So, uh, yeah. so I did not hear it was purchased, Mike, but. Congratulations. That's a heck of a job nailing that for $89,000. Took away the fun for the rest of us. We still got the pick six today. Just a yeah. smaller pool. Yeah, just under 90000 Anyway, Kurt, we got 12 of them. What do you want to do for radio? Yeah, I could see going a lot of ways, say, Mike. I finally went to this afternoon's second race, trying to build up the pick six bank. It's a starter allowance race. Three-year-olds enough, which started for 25 or less, which have never won three races. And a horse who really fits the conditions well. Number seven, Atkins, for trainer Ruby Thomas. Went back and watched this horse's race at Golden Gate. I thought he ran really well. He broke a little sluggish. Once he leveled off late, he was out in the middle of the track. He really finished up nicely. Got beat a half length. He galloped out in front. The horse that beat him, Slew's Joy, came back three weeks later and won an allowance race at Golden Gate. Uh, the horse came back and worked three times at Golden Gate. 
And I'm guessing Ruby Thomas had the eye on the condition book here because this horse is only eligible because he started for 20 on November 11th. That's the only way he got eligible. So he's eligible, he's protected, he draws outside, and he can finish watching his race. And his form at Churchill and Oakland is very good against better horses. So let's take number seven, Atkins, in today's second race. Uh, nice price of 5-1 to one on Edward Hart's morning line. Okay, terrific. And uh, then, Kerr, we got 12 of them at night. We get underway at 520. And uh, the big race tonight, all the way on the back end, that'll be the SoCal Derby. So uh, I'll catch that one on FanDuel, and I have a feeling you will as well. Yeah, Mike, maybe in the old days I was stuck around <laughs> yeah. by the time car, but those were the old days. No, I will be hunkered down yeah. watching football and catch the races on uh on FanDuel tonight with the boys covering the races. Kurt, we enter uh, Friday for opening day, the day after Christmas, uh, at Santa Anita. And, uh, well, we got six graded stakes, three grade ones, a uh, couple of those grade ones on the grass, a Mathis Mile, as well as the uh, the American Oaks, three-year-old fillies at a mile and one quarter, hoping the weather cooperates. But, uh, Kurt, as always, really, really looking forward to opening day. It's still very special uh, on the annual calendar. Yeah, especially for guys like you and me, Mike, who grew up out here and, and started going to the races on opening day a long time ago. And I noticed the schedule's a little odd. It's kind of a, it's a real standalone opening day, right? Yeah. Day and then a couple of days off till the weekend. Take so a break till the 29th. Like and also, yeah. Kurt, I've had people asking me, what about the infield? Well, weather permitting, the infield is going to be open uh, through this opening process. Uh, there won't be an infield family fun zone, but it will be open. And it's only 5 bucks. That includes parking. So it, it's a That's great a deal. deal. So many people take the family. They enjoy it out there. That's where I started going. I was in back in high school when I first cut my teeth in this great game. Mike was out in the infield. Uh, time is 927. Kurt Hoover's with us for just a minute or two. Kurt, uh, you'll be on the set today. Tell us when and who you paired with. Yeah, I'm at the tail end today, Mike. Looking forward to it. Todd Shrupp and I don't get to do too many of these shifts together. We'll be on for the last, I think it's the last six races. So we'll be on for the entire pick six, on for the stake, and uh, looking forward to good. a good card and got some good races from in the country. So Todd and I will take you home today for the final races on the, the Los Al card. And have you got the, the FanDuel opening day assignment yet up at Santa Anita? I will be at Santa Anita, Mike. In what capacity, I don't know, but I will be on track, which I'm looking, which I'm looking forward to. Well, I, I'm going to say the same. I'll be on track in what capacity. I'm not quite. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm, uh. <laughs> no, you're, you're pretty set in your capacity. <laughs> hey, Kurt, always a pleasure. Really, really have enjoyed it. And uh, we'll try and get lucky with Jacksonville today, getting three and a half points at home. Jacksonville plus three and a half, and Atkins in race two, Mike, and I'll maybe pay for some Christmas presents, hopefully. Atkins five to one, Diego Herrera for Ruby Thomas. Thanks so much for your time, Kurt, and uh, we'll catch you on FanDuel later today. Thanks a lot, Mike. I'll talk to you soon. You bet, folks. This is Thorbert LA, hour two. Going to take quick time out. Coming back strong, Ed Burgard, Bob Mazursky in the next segment, then Toby Callett, Jonathan Hardoon, take two on the back end. This is Thorbert LA on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. Silver and Black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Los Alamitos Racecourse celebrates its 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing in beautiful Orange County with a great closing day program today. Our daytime winter thoroughbred meet wraps up with mandatory payouts on all wagers. Plus, our stakes action rolls on today with a traditional feature of closing day, the $100,000 King Gloria Stakes. And with 12 big races on the card, first post will be an hour earlier at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars here. And when the sun goes down, nighttime racing at Los Alamitos follows with big pulls in the early pick four, late pick four, and of course in our traditional $2 pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the closing day action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's exciting daytime racing at Los Alamitos, plus it's mandatory payout day on all wages. Remember, 12 races on top in a special first post of 11.30 a.m. Hope to see you at Los Alamitos. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halu Aloha Garden and Kitchen, 
the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Make Le Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Le Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626 626- 777-6699. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Hour 2, Thurbid, Los Angeles. Let's get over to Los Alamitos Racecourse and check in with their morning line maker, day and night, and the longtime voice of Los Alamitos, Mr. Ed Burgard. Ed, good morning. Merry Christmas. Raw, raw. Yeah, back in Laughlin now after being at Los Alamitos last week. We enjoyed the trip down there, watched some great races, and a big uh, closing weekend for both the thoroughbreds and the quarter horses. Michael Roma's got his work cut out today. He's got to call 24 races, 12 during the day and 12 at night. I told him that's just one short of my record. I did 25 that one time. I called 10 at Hollywood Park, I think, back oh. in 1994. Yeah. And drove down to Los Allen, called 15, including the champion of champions. But certainly not an easy task. And, of course, I was, what, about 20 years younger then than I am now. So it makes a big difference. Well, not only that, the way the traffic has uh, kind of gone by the wayside, you probably would have missed the first two at Los Al today. Might have, might have missed the whole car. <laughs> All right, Ed, uh, listen, before we get into a, a bunch of specifics, try and cash a couple of bets, uh, up, update us on the scratches if you can, and I know you have a revised morning line in the featured King Glorious. That's the 12th and final. Right, Mike, we have 12 races. The first post is 11.30 today. Race number five, the morning line favorite number three, Flatter with Jewels, and the number six horse, Trouble in Paradise, are both scratched. Then we go on to race number, let's see, I think it's race number nine. Moving my now race number eight, and in race number eight we scratched the number five horse. Um, 
kind of. Alex's girl. Alex's girl. Yeah. Then we go to race number nine. We have two scratches, a seven big splash, and the eight horse magnificent ride. And then Tom Seaver just didn't warm up too well, so he's out of the King Glorious uh, race number 12. I think he was reported as a six scratch this morning. So the revised line for the King Glorious, the one horse stay on the fence is eight to one. It's now six to one. The two gentlemen's club, ten to one. The three Michis Express, three to one. Tom Seaver's out. The five last call, London's nine to five. The six clever clover eight to one, the seven size does matter twelve to one, and the eight horse stolen treasure is now three to one. Okay, so we're up to date. Field of seven now, uh, in, in the King Glorious, King Glorious twelfth and final for the daytime card. And uh, Ed, Ed, if you don't mind, uh, l- let's go ahead and uh, explore the the uh, the nighttime situation before we get a best bet. On the daytime card, uh, main event tonight is the uh, SoCal Derby. Uh, what is it about one hundred and sixty-seven thousand? I think. Uh, wh- what do you make of the nighttime card? Do you have a best bet for radio? Yeah, I sure do. My best bet's in the uh, fourth race. The number seven horse, Quick Finish, was huge off the videotape last time out. Should have won, missed the break, and finished out with a lot of run. Wasn't really asked for a whole lot down the lane when uh, appearing to be well beaten, but gets a great setup today. Draws a good post with plenty of speed inside to set it up. It's the number seven quick finish at odds at three to one. That will be my best play during the uh, nighttime activity. Okay, and post time for race four, six thirty four tonight. Want to reiterate, Ed, you guys are kicking ten thousand dollars into the nighttime pick six, and that'll be races seven through t- seven through yeah, twelve. Seven, is what I should have said. Seven through twelve. We uh, we do that every Sunday within. It's also a mandatory payout. It's the closing mm-hmm. day of both the daytime and nighttime meets. So we have mandatory payouts in the pick six both day and night, and the pick six today will start on race number seven. I'll make stolen treasure my play of the day during the afternoon in the finale. It's the only horse who's won around two turns coming off that uh, maiden victory on the turf course down at Del Mar. And, uh, nobody better on the lead than Edwin Maldonado. I think he goes right to the front. The horse run well enough on the dirt, so stolen treasure is going to be my best play during the uh, daytime activity. Okay, and that uh, again is the twelfth and final, the King Glorious Stolen Treasure three to one on Ed's uh, revised morning line. So, uh, boy, a lot to look forward to today. A marathon, no doubt about it, Ed. And uh, you get a little breathing room after uh, tonight, and then you guys kick things off again with a nighttime program on December three zero. All right, we'll run on December thirtieth, and also on New Year's Eve the thirty first. So we'll run. Those mm-hmm. two days, we're taking obviously we're taking next week off. It's Christmas Eve next Sunday, and then you have a big meet coming up at Sanity. Wishing you guys the best of luck starting on uh, Tuesday, December twenty-sixth. That's always one of my favorite days. Is opening day at Santa Any chance you can make it, Ed? No, no chance. But I will be up there sometime this year for sure. I'm going to fill in for Michael Rona the final two, uh, the final weekend of January when he's like he and Kathy are going on a cruise. Right. So I'll try to. Stay- I may try to sneak over there during the afternoon one of those two days. Now, one last little bit bit of business, and we should have talked about this off-air, but just want to make sure you and Marsha are still interested in getting back to the Kentucky Derby. COVID ruined it a few years back. Then you've had some other things going on. Are you guys still intending to go to the Derby? Because Jay Pribman, John Lindo, and myself, we got to get you a bus ticket. Well, I'm definitely planning on going. I think Marsha might bypass, but I'm definitely on the road. I show probably just want to visit her family in indiana but uh, count me in for sure because okay where she uh, where she visits in indiana is only a three and a half hour drive for me to uh kentucky 
All right, well, we put a big deposit down about four years ago for two, so maybe we can upgrade you to first class, and and, uh, we'll work it out. How about that? Sounds really good to me, Mike. Ed, thank you so much. Great job with the morning line day and night there at Los Alamitos. Thanks. I appreciate it. You bet. Uh, Let's head over to Los Al. I thought we were going there the first time, but Ed, in fact, uh, drove back to Laughlin. Say hello to Bob Mazursky. Heads up the publicity efforts for the daytime action, which uh, comes to a close today, closing day, of their winter meet. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you today? Good. Did you happen to see the Bruins last night in that uh, the Gronk Bowl there at, at SoFi? I just saw the end of it. Uh, yeah, they fell way behind. Uh, they were down 16 nothing early. And, yeah. Uh, they just stormed back. Uh, I don't know why the kid that played quarterback at the end wasn't in at the beginning. He wasn't feeling good. Th- that's oh. No, really. They, they wanted to go with him, and he just didn't seem – he said he didn't feel right. But the other kid went down, and he played great himself. And, uh, man, they just turned it around. Uh, whoever made that decision to bring Gronkowski in as the face of that bull, Bob, that was magic. I, I, I was riveted through that ceremony because I just wanted to see what he had to say. And you could see everybody was gravitating to him, you know. Yep. Instead of just some suit who doesn't even know an X from an O, everybody wanted to be up there with Gronk. Oh, he's definitely got a personality. Oh, he's God. meant for that. And, uh, you know, he, he, it was a great hire, uh, job by them getting him to be a sponsor. And he said, you know, this the that was the last bowl he ever played in in college when he was at Arizona. So yeah. that's why that meant something to him. It, it really did. And, uh, and then, I mean, he kind of got wound up and said, hey, I got something else to say. He told, uh, he said, no, Big Ten, look out. Here comes UCLA or something. It, it was just fun. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. So, well, anyway, uh, we need a little help at the bank. Can you help us out here on closing day? And I like the a horse in the first leg of the pick six, number one, stay in line. I thought she was very impressive winning at uh, Del Mar last time off a layoff. I think if she repeats that race, she'll be very tough to handle. I got a lucky with a horse that this jock rode yesterday on the radio, a bossy Bruin gal. I thought he rode a very good race on that horse yesterday. So hopefully J.G. Torrealba can come back today. Number one, stay in line in race seven, listed at four to one. Okay, great. And you heard about the scratch of uh, the franchise, Tom Seaver, not going to run in the uh, the King Glorious Day 12th and final. That said, uh, where are you going, Bob? In that race, well, that's who I had on top. Now I change. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. That race really mm-hmm. puzzled me because, you know, everybody is trying something new. I know I agree with Ed. Solon Treasure is going to be tough because he's the only horse that's won going a mile, but you know, Gentleman's Club one year. Honestly, for me, I would almost buy the race as far as the exotics go just because I don't know who's going to handle the two turns and who won't. Interesting. Hey, Bob, looking forward to your uh, your full graded handicap along with the morning line every racing day in all the SoCal uh, news group papers. And I'm sure you heard Art, Art Wilson uh, here with John and Bob yesterday. They've got a new newsletter. We'll be talking about that in the weeks to come. And that's going to be a, a compliment to what they're already doing in print, and I was so glad to hear, hear Art say they're not cutting back. Uh, he, I thought he was very modest in describing their coverage. Without question, it is the best newspaper coverage of horse racing in the nation. You're a big part of it with the SoCal News Group. Thanks very much, Mike. Yes, we are. We're uh, lucky to keep doing it and uh, happy to do it, and uh, I'm, I hope it continues for uh, a long time to come. I mean, you're great at handicap. The, the full charts... Uh, advanced stories, game stories, it really, it just doesn't happen anyplace else in print. Hey, Bob, all the best. Merry Christmas to you and Amy, and uh, we'll talk in a couple of weeks. We're taking next Sunday off.
Okay, Mike. Take care. Thank you. Same to you and your family and everyone listening. Thanks so much, Bob. Uh, we'll step aside one final time this morning. Coming back strong with Toby Calla from South Florida. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon from New York. This is Thoroughbred LA on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. Football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Los Alamitos Race Course celebrates its 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing in beautiful Orange County with a great closing day program today. Our daytime winter thoroughbred meet wraps up with mandatory payouts on all wagers. Plus, our stakes action rolls on today with a traditional feature of closing day, the $100,000 King Glorious Stakes. And with 12 big races on the card, first post will be an hour earlier at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars here. And when the sun goes down, nighttime racing at Los Alamitos follows with big pulls in the early pick four, late pick four, and of course in our traditional $2 pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the closing day action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's exciting daytime racing at Los Alamitos, plus it's mandatory payout day on all wagers. Remember, 12 races on tap in a special first post at 11.30 a.m. Hope to see you at Los Alamitos. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Horse players, it's a double hair Sunday at Los Alamitos with day and night racing in beautiful Orange County. Today is also the closing day and night for the Los Alamitos Winter Thoroughbred Meet and the nighttime Los Alamitos Racing Meet. That means mandatory payouts on all wagers for both the day and night programs. For the night program, first post will follow the last Los Alamitos daytime race of the meet. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos with two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Don't forget that Los Alamitos also features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And tonight, Los Alamitos will add 10000 to the pick six pool. There's not a carryover. Remember, it's also a mandatory payout night. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the close? Closing day action, it's the Vessels Club with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Mandatory payouts today and tonight at Los Alamitos Racecourts. Racing will then return Saturday night, December 30th. We hope to see you at Los Alamitos. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. 
Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. Thanks to Leilani Mabree. She loves that song every Christmas. Leilani, jump on the air here for a minute. How many of these, how many years have we been doing this stuff together? About eight years, Mike. Only eight. Great job. Merry Christmas to you and Jake Rich both. We won't be here next week. We'll be back on New Year's Eve uh, day morning. Right now, we're heading to South Florida, and I hope this guy had a snorkel yesterday because it's some kind of rain down there in South Florida. In fact, they canceled the last three races at Gulfstream. Let's get an update uh, on all things racing down there from our good friend Toby Callan. Hey, Toby, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. How are things? Things are fine. Uh, they've run two races so far. Uh, we're on Tepeda. The one note I wanted to make was uh, uh, about uh, you know the Tepeda was installed to help preserve the field size uh, of the turf, of races that came off the turf. Today's first race had eight in it for turf. They switched to the Tepeda, but... Those other guys must not have got the memo because five horses scratched. Whoa. It was a three-horse field in the opener, and uh, oh. I ran Ortiz's been 
uh, won comfortably at one to nine. Uh, so yeah, I guess they, they didn't get the memo on the you know we'll use the pedal when the when we come off the turf. So, but the rest of the fields are okay today. Uh, unfortunately, there's only two dirt races on the card, so we are going to have to do a turf race that has been switched to Tepeta, But we're going to try to use the. Uh, uh, some of the, those angles and uh, maybe preserve something for the uh, wagering public because they know you need some Christmas money. I'm going to take you to race five. This was scheduled for a mile on the on the turf. They'll go a mile and 70 on the Tepeta. And in here, I like the four. His name is Our Legal Tender. Our Legal Tender has not raced on Tepeta, but it looks to me like he's been training on Tepeta uh, at Gulfstream his, his last two uh, work which tells me that uh, they were looking for a potential out with him. He's obviously pretty talented. The one Whitson that the pet experience is the nine Banneker. Also the two Cuban Thunder, uh, who raced on the Tepeda at Dundalk in Ireland, and the three Salvador French, who's already been over the track. Four, nine, two, three, would be all you and me, Mike, and get a fifth at Gulfstream Park. Okay, and uh, post time for race five today at Gulf, uh, 205 Eastern. What about the weather forecast? Uh, supposedly it's going to be clear the rest of the day. We have cool weather coming. And next week, uh, fasten your seatbelts because uh, it looks like we're going to have nice, cool, uh, seasonable weather. Good. Dry. So uh, we're going to uh, we're going to have to take uh, the rubber band off the bankroll, so to speak. Because this week we had no turf racing, no fault of anybody. It's Mother Nature. And uh, that's the way it goes. But uh, we'll come out swinging on Thursday. Please pay attention to that. It's Thursday uh, through Sunday next week. And, of course, we'll race Tuesday on uh, the day after Christmas, along with uh, to accompany you folks for your opening day. Okay, tremendous. That's uh, all at tobycallett.com. And I know that Uncle Chemo's is going to get you through, Toby. So happy holidays to you, man, and uh, we'll talk in two weeks. I noticed the postmark was direct from Hawaii. Uh, got a cup on the on the desk right now. You can probably hear it in my voice. Tasty aloha. Thanks so much. Thank you. Mike. All right, Toby Callow with us, and uh, Leilani. Yeah, we had some Christmas music underneath there, but maybe that was coming from Toby because I don't hear it right now. Uh, so let's uh, say hello to Jonathan Hardoon, take two from Long Island. Hey, John. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. You were talking to Kurt about the DQ yesterday. That was one of the worst DQs in the history of the game. First of all, they're flashing the one for 15 minutes. Yeah. They don't even tell you there's a if, Listen, whatever happened, happened into the turn when they were turning for home, there was a, a lot of traffic. They should have flashed every horse on the board. Mm-hmm. You don't flash, flash one horse, come back 15 minutes later, leave him. Oh, and by the way, the horse that was second, we're taking him down. They do not announce how they vote here. It's either stewards say stay or, or, you know, up or down. They don't say oh. in a unanimous decision. So nobody knew who voted on what. But it was horrible, Mike. I have to tell you, I played Remington Park the other night. They had some stake races there. I had some interest. And there was a foul. And the stewards got on the loudspeaker, and they explained to the people why they didn't take a horse down. And I thought it was great. I mean, you know, they were they were interacting with the players, and it's the right thing to do. And that's flyover country. That's Oklahoma City. You're in the Big Apple, yeah. for God's sake. <laughs> exactly. So don't yeah. you think the Big Apple should get it right? I mean, if Oklahoma could get it right, geez. Now I that... mean, it was a mess. People were booing. They got lambasted, and rightfully so. Well, 
uh, to me, whoever voted, that was the eighth race yesterday at Aqueduct, right? Correct. Who was the horse that got DQ'd? He was on the far outside turning for home. The 12, the 12 horse got taken down. That was it terrible. Was, uh, terrible. Yeah, Danny Bar- it was Danny Gargan's horse. He came, he, came, he came down for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. For $500,000. No. Rick Ambush was the horse's name that came Hey, hey John, you know, I, I think I'm pretty fair, uh, and I think anybody can make a mistake. But in that case, as I said in hour one, and I mean it, I would interview the three of them. The two or the three that voted for it, uh, you can sit on a poll tomorrow. You you know, well, you can retain a job as an official, but we really can't entrust you with with determining the outcome of races. They they proved they're incapable of it. That was awful. And it's Borolio Baeza who's been here for a hundred years. He's a nice guy. I like Borolio. Same writer. Yeah. And he got a Lord Dale when he was corking the scales or whatever. Yeah. But he, they just really, really screwed this up. It, it was a mess. And uh, you're right, head should roll. Well, if Braulio voted the wrong way, I take it back because I consider him a good friend. But anyway, John, <laughs> I wish you hadn't have told me that. Uh, come on out here to Los Alamitos. Closing day. The water's fine. Where do you want to go on the 12 race card? Sorry, Mike. I was only giving you the facts. Oh, we're going to get to the 11. <laughs> We are going to give you the 11th place today, Mike. And this is a terrific, terrific betting race. Everybody's getting last-minute Christmas shopping money with the number one horse, Micheloff. This horse gets the ride and switch today to Edwin Maldonado. This horse ran on the dirt last time out after two turf races when he came to this country. He ran very well last time out. I know, I know, I can guarantee Maldonado is going to be aggressive, breaking from the rail today. He's going to show speed. A ridiculous 20 to 1 on the morning line. Get the money with number one, Michelin, in today's 11th race. Holiday money, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Stay with it right through opening day at Santa Anita. We'll talk in two weeks, John. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe. Be well. Merry Christmas. You bet. My thanks to all of our sponsors, including Los Alamitos Racecourse. Without them, we wouldn't be here. So long. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Bread Los Angeles, brought to you by Little Joe's Fresh Mix and the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Great food and ice-cold beer, seven days a week. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles. And Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Angel fans, the Angels Baseball and Softball Youth Summer Camps will return in 2024. Angels Camps are offered for young athletes of all skill levels, ages 4 through 12, for a week of professional instruction, games, and fun. Athletes will receive an Angels uniform and two tickets for an Angels game to attend the 2024 Angels Camp Reunion. Visit angels.com.